Welcome to Ginspired, brought to you by theginshop.ca. This podcast will take you on a journey into the world of gin, where you'll experience this versatile spirit in ways you never thought possible. Now the host of Ginspired, Heather E. Wilson. Hello and welcome to Ginspired, where we talk about and celebrate everything about the wonderful juniper lace spirit called gin. And on today's episode, my guest is Alexis Green, Marketing Manager for Fever Tree Canada. Welcome back, Alexis. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, I'm so excited because today we're going to be talking about two books, Fever Tree's new book, which you're going to tell us all about shortly, and my new book, well, kind of ours too, because you were quite involved in a lot of it, cooking, gin, all sorts of cool stuff we're going to talk about. But first, as with every episode, let's start by sharing what we are drinking today. Alexis, you can go. First, what are you drinking today? I picked one from the Easy Mixing book called The Elderflower and Raspberry. And it's really simple. It's gin, chambal, liqueur, lemon wedge, and elderflower tonic. Kind of goes with that like nice pink wave theme you've been seeing a lot. Right. Oh my gosh. I need to try that one. Getting the chambord is sometimes a challenge, but so worth it. The bottle lasts forever too. Like you get quite a bit in it. Yeah. And you can cook with it. And you can cook with it, which is <laughs> more amazing. Yes. Okay. So today I'm drinking a strawberry mule from your easy mixing book. And it has strawberry jam. And I just so happen to use my own, you know, gin infused strawberry jam, gin, lemon wedges, and the fever tree ginger beer, which is my, oh my gosh, my absolute pretty much favorite fever tree mixer is the ginger beer. And then of course, some lovely strawberry slices to garnish very festive for the season. The red plus red's kind of my thing. (laughs) It's kind of the color I'm known for. So yeah, it's so good. I never knew there were so many mules. (laughs) There's literally a mule for everyone. They're so good and they're so easy and you can make them with so many different types of spirits and ingredients and twists and you can have a lot of fun. Yeah, it sounds like it. And now, okay, well, let's get to easy mixing. So Fever Tree has a brand new book out, easy mixing, obviously. So tell me all about it and let's just dive in. Great. It came out here in September and we're super proud of it. It's meant to be that at-home bartender, simple ingredients, no muss, no fuss, but delicious elevated cocktails And there's something in there for everyone. There's something in there for spirit drinkers, wine drinkers, beer drinkers, low alcohol, no alcohol. It's just, you know, you kind of feel like the Oprah of recipes. You get a recipe, you get a recipe, you get a recipe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I definitely noticed that when I was going through it. I was like, wow. And even if there's recipes that call for vodka, you can easily swap out gin for vodka and just about everything. So for the gin lovers out there, which is why you're here. But yeah, and I whole gin and tonic section, like the whole first section is there is different types of gin and tonics. Absolutely. Playground. And I love how it's organized. It's so simple. I mean, I hate to call it simple, but easy, I guess, (laughs) which is (laughs) easy because it makes complete sense on how you got it organized, you know, gin and tonic, sodas and spritzes, mules and mojitos, highballs and oddballs, no and low alcohol, and then pitchers, you know, making for more than two people, more than one person. So it's just a great organization. So kudos to your 
writer, author. Did you write this book? <laughs> no, I did not. <sighs> I'd like to say that I had, you know, some kind of important input on the book, but no, it was our talented team in the UK that put this one together. Oh, okay. Well, it's still an excellent book. <laughs> yeah. So what would you say are your top three recipes in the book, aside from the two that we just shared? Ooh, okay. So another one that I really like because I'm so I seem to be in this like pink drink phase right now. What is the season? So, <laughs> it is the season. So there's another one in the book called the Cherry Blossom, and that one has Tanqueray, Florida Sevilla gin, cherries, kirsch, and our aromatic tonic water, which Ooh. is lovely. There's another one that I actually took a test drive with on the weekend. And it is another mule. It's vodka, chambord, and ginger beer. So it's very similar to your raspberry one, minus the jam and sub in the vodka. And your third favorite? My third favorite is a twist on a classic, a gin mojito, but it's not what you think. Mm. Not entirely anyway. So it's your classic mint leaves, your simple syrup, gin, of course, because it's a gin mojito, but it's topped up with our sparkling Sicilian lemonade instead of soda water. Ooh, that yeah. sounds amazing. And I could literally make that today. I have everything in the house to make that. I think you should make that today. <laughs> I could make that today and I should make that today. That will be, and it is Friday. Happy it is hour. Friday. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Wow. That sounds super yummy. And everyone should go out and try that today. Okay. So. How about we talk about Ginspired, the ultimate gin cookbook, and how you guys were involved, recipes. Do you like to cook? I do. I have a newfound obsession with baking between the Great British Baking Show, the Great Canadian Baking Show, and the fact that I bought myself a Cuisinart for my birthday. Mm. I have been experimenting a lot in that field lately. Awesome. Well, then you will love Ginspired because we have a lot of really great dessert recipes in there. Have you had a chance to look at it yet? Yeah. The gin and tonic loaf calls to me like in my sleep. As, <laughs> well, and not just because it has our tonic in it, mm -hmm. but also that flourless chocolate tort is like my happy place. Seriously. Whew. It's funny. The flourless chocolate tort is one of the most popular recipes. Everybody's like, oh my God. And it's so God. easy. That's the thing. It's so easy, but looks really fancy and complicated and so delicious. And yeah, Fever Tree partnered. They were our exclusive mixer partner for the whole book. And so there's Fever Tree all throughout the book, all different mixers, you know, showing alternative uses for not just tonic, but other mixers too. So it was a real pleasure to one, work with you guys, but also work with your product because your flavor quality <laughs> makes for easy incorporation into recipes. We love it. I mean, I don't think that I've ever seen justice done to tonics the way that you have in your book, other than the books that we've written. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Thank you so much. That's a massive compliment. So we're at the holidays. This show is airing on Christmas Eve. And I know you My are Santa a, hat on. Yes, you are a huge <laughs> Christmas fan. So any fun plans, any 
you know, holiday traditions you want to share, gin related or not? Related or not. I am going to be cooking up a storm. We have the kids are with us and my parents hopefully will be able to still be coming. We're all kind of quarantining and keeping our fingers crossed at the moment. So we'll be making shortbreads. My grandmother's shortbreads. Cookies are a tradition. We make tortillas because of course you know, you're Canadian. Quebec, of course. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's funny because my mom started out as the drinking, you know, those like pre-mixed margarita or whatever Ooh. you but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now she's little miss. I don't drink that gin. I only drink this gin. And she <laughs> is obsessed with gin and tonics. So I'm sure that we will be having a few of those this holiday season and don't tell her, but I plan on giving them a copy of the easy mixing book to help, you know, nourish that interest in delicious cocktails. Awesome. Yeah. It does make a great gift for any home bartender. I mean, cocktail drinker, just about pretty much even the non-drinker. Cause you have so many yeah. amazing non-alcohol recipes in there. So it's pretty much the perfect gift for everybody. We do. And they can double it up with Ginspired and then they can get food and drink. Exactly. Perfect exactly. And that's the great thing too about Ginspired is you don't have to be a drinker to use it, right? Like many, many of the recipes, the alcohol just, you know, cooks off. So it's the flavor that's important. As with any good recipe, it's all about the flavor, you know, and the texture and the appearance. So Yes, there are some pretty potent recipes. If you uh, (laughs) decide to make, for example, our gin truffles, they get kind of stronger the longer you keep them. So if you want a real, (laughs) we keep them in the freezer (laughs) (laughs) and they just get better and better and better with age. So just heads up on that one. If you make the truffles, don't eat them the first day. You'll be hard not to, but try not to eat it the first day. Eat it at least, you know, a couple of days after and it'll be like really amazing for you. There's a dip in there that looks dangerous. Is it a guacamole? Yes. Oh my goodness. Very tempted to make that over the holidays because we tend to make pico, like pico gallo, Mm -hmm. but we also love guacamole. So I might have to pull that one out. Yeah. There's a couple of great dips. So there's the guacamole. There's also what we call seaside tomato jam. And that's a cooked... It's like the best condiment you could pretty much use on everything. So you can put it on a sandwich. You can put it with beef, chicken, fish, like you name it. It literally goes with everything and it stays in the fridge really nicely. So you don't have to eat it all in one shot if you don't want to. And then we do, if you like olives, there's a tapenade that's really great on crostini. And of course the guacamole, like we have lots of appetizers and perfect for any holiday party. I like it. I like it. Well, <laughs> we'll be having virtual holiday parties with the rest of the family, but they can just all be very jealous of what we're eating on our side. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Once again, we have a virtual holiday, it seems, but I think people are adapting. I mean, this is what, this is our second Christmas under quarantine, basically. Yep. So everyone figured it out last year. Now t- this year, it's more of like a rinse and repeat. Yep. I think we've gotten the virtual, we did virtual Thanksgiving two years ago. Right. And it was kind of cool. You know, everybody gets together and we basically ate dinner on Zoom together and chatted and caught up. And it was, 
you know, my family and my partner's family and extended family and did you have technology? <laughs> it is. And you only had to cook enough food for two of you right? <laughs> and less dishes. So we actually made a Thanksgiving instead of a turkey because it's smaller. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we've done it worked that. out really well. Yeah, absolutely. I've even done Cornish hens, believe it or not. Yep. You know, if there's just two of you, two little Cornish hens. Yeah, two little Cornish hens. They're perfect. Now, they're a little on the pricey side, so we don't do Cornish hens, you know, every week or anything. But for special occasions, Cornish hens are really lovely. Nice little showstopper, too, because people don't see them terribly often, like made in the home. You get them at the restaurants. Yeah. At home, it's a treat. Absolutely. Absolutely. And people could actually use my spirited roast chicken recipe for a Cornish hen too. It would work perfectly, but the spirited roast chicken, you need to try that one. Oh, we might, we either do turkey or chicken on Christmas as well. So I was looking for different ways to prepare that. Well, it works with turkey too. Any kind of poultry, it works. You just need the injector and to be able to inject under the skin. Right. Yep. And it, once you've used an injector, you're going to start injecting everything. (laughs) Sounds so inappropriate. I know. I know. But with food, it's a critical kitchen implement. Okay. So if you don't have one, ask for one in your stocking or just go out and get one because you'll want to use it for sure. Yourself one for the holidays. Yes. Yes. And they're not very expensive. A really good one, maybe 20 bucks, like not too much. So plans for next year, anything fever tree that you're allowed to spill the beans for anything new? I mean, you probably aren't allowed to spill the beans for too much, but anything that we kind of look forward to for next year. We do have something new and exciting coming in 2022 that I am dying to tell everybody about, but that will have to wait. I knew it. (laughs) I know. I knew you had something and then, no, but you're not allowed to tell. So we're going to have to have another episode just on that. I'm sure. Oh, we are. (laughs) I'm really glad we did. Trust me. Are we talking like January new year or like later in the new year? I would say earlier in the new year. Okay, good. We need hope, right? Anything that's going to give us hope and something to look forward to. You know, we all need that right now. Anything for you? Any personal stuff that you want to share that's coming up? I hope that I get to travel in 2022. <laughs> oh. That's really like the only thing, actually. And I probably shouldn't say this on a podcast that other people are going to be hearing, but next year is my 40th birthday. <gasps> yep. And it's in May. So hopefully we'll be out of whatever it is we're mm-hmm. in right now. And my plan is to go to Disney. Because I've never been. I've never been. Oh my gosh. And I can't say that I'm terribly thrilled about turning 40. So I was trying to think of the most fun thing I could do mm. to bring in the new decade. And I'm kind of a Disney geek. Like I'm definitely that person who on the day of my birthday will absolutely dress up oh. when I go to the park. <laughs> I've been to Disney four times, I think. And every time I was completely, you know, the mini ears, mini mouse ears, the t-shirt, like, yeah, I get you. I'm all there too. Yeah. So that's going to be so fun. So Mm. I turn, I have a big milestone next year too. And mine's in January. So unfortunately I won't be able to travel, which kind of defeats the, you know, but mine is 50, 50. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. I feel like I'm 25, (laughs) but 
Yeah, I'm turning. I kind of decided that, especially these days, turning a new decade, I think we both get to celebrate for the whole year. The whole year. Absolutely. I plan to celebrate for the whole year. And Larry, my partner and I, we were fingers crossed. We're planning to go to the UK in June for World Gin Day. He turned 52. So we wanted to celebrate our 50th birthdays together at World Gin Day because what could be more perfect, right? But the way the world's going, we may end up doing it at 51 instead of 50. I'm hoping to get to the UK too and see our head office for the first time. But it's also my best friend's 40th and her birthday is in July. So I'm really keeping my fingers crossed for that one. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a wedding that I'm supposed to go to in March, but... That one's not looking so optimistic these days, unfortunately, but we'll keep our fingers crossed. Yeah, absolutely. One or the other. Yeah, absolutely. All righty. Any last comments, stories, and thoughts? I mean, it wouldn't be Christmas without a story. Christmas without a story. I just want to wish everybody happy, safe, enjoyable holidays, and I hope they get to spend it with the people that they love virtually or in person. And I raise a glass to all of them. Well, that's lovely. Thank you. And I wish everyone happy holidays and whatever you celebrate and wherever you are to have hope and joy and be with the ones you love as best as you can. And remember, it's always a new year next year. So we get to try again. So maybe by next year, we'll all get to spend it more in person. Yeah. All right. And there you have it. Everything you want to know about Fever Tree's new easy mixing book and more, of course, about Gin Inspired, the ultimate gin cookbook, Christmas cooking, and so much more. And you can find both cookbooks. I guess yours is kind of, well, it's a recipe book, I guess. I don't know if it's a cookbook, but yeah, you can find both books on Amazon and Indigo. Thank you so much, Alexis, for being here today. Thank you for having me. It's always so much fun. It is. It's very much fun. And thank you for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to Fever Tree, both books, and of course, the ginshop.ca for all your gin clothing and novelty needs and have a very safe and happy and joyful holiday. Remember, drink responsibly and don't drink and drive. Until next time, remember, there's a story at the bottom of every bottle of gin. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ginspired, brought to you by theginshop.ca. If we've ginspired you, drop us a note, heather at theginshop.ca. We may even read your email or feature your ginspirational story in an upcoming episode. And remember to follow us on social media. Until next time, let the party be ginned.